What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the 3 and D pod. We are just three casual fans, two for today, uh, talking about the NBA and what's going on. So we're ready to roll. We're going to talk about the Western Conference today, and we're also going to start out with a little game between me and Wizzy Wayne. Yes, Let's sir. go. Okay, Wayne, this is how this works. Bet. So what I'm going to tell you, well, actually, for those listening, I'm going to show Wayne a name on my computer. We've we've pulled three names, or I should say I've pulled three names that mm-hmm. sound and look totally ridiculous. You would never guess how to actually pronounce these names <laughs> from these NBA players. <laughs> so I'm hoping that Wayne just butchers them, but we're going to see how it goes. So this is what you have to guess, Wayne. I'm going to show you the name. Okay. You have to guess how it's said. Uh-huh. You have to guess the nationality of that player. All right. And who they play for. Gotcha. All right. Do I get money if I get them correct? Um, Monopoly money. I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Our first one. So I'm going to show Wayne this name. And you let it roll, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Okay. Seku? <laughs> Se- See, I'm trying to, if it's. Hey, dude, take nah, your time, you know, man. You know what? No, I'm just going to go for it. Seku Dum- Dumboya. Seku Dumboya. That is really close. Are you serious? That, yeah. It's uh, it's Seku Dumbuya. Dumbuya. Wow. That was really close. Hold I'm going to go ahead and give you that point, okay? Okay, I'll take that point. Now, what nationality is he? <sighs> see, that's that's the thing. This is the kicker right here. Because, see, I want to go, like, I want to say he's, like, African or something. Like, from, like, <laughs> straight up just Africa. <laughs> I don't know. It's so far off. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> Cause it could be like a Clint Capella thing, where he's like not Switzerland or yeah, something. like he's Swiss. Or I'm, I don't hey man, give it your best shot. You know what? I'm gonna go for the. I'm gonna go for the odd pick. I'm gonna go. He's from Switzerland. Mm. No, he is French Dash Guinean. That's what the internet said. French French Guinean. What the heck is Guinean? <laughs> no offense, to anybody who's Guinean out there. I think it's one of those birds, like a guinea pig. It could be. That's what uh, I'm not a guinea pig. Uh, geese. No, yeah, I'm thinking it, of the wrong thing. I don't know. Ignore me. It's, it's something with the gin, and I'm just like, you know what? I don't understand what's going on. Who do you think he plays for? Sekudum. Eastern Conference rookie. Eastern Conference rookie. I'm going to say he plays. Who he play for? Detroit Pistons. You're right. Are you, you're, you're, you're lying. I'm dead serious. You're lying. I'm dead don't serious. Don't play with me right now, dude. I'm not playing with you. <laughs> Yo. He plays for Detroit. So that is two. Out of three, you hey, got right. Don't tell me I'm nice. Hey, with come it. on, man. Don't tell me I'm That's nice. That's good. All right, you ready for the next one? Aha, ha, ha. All right, I'm showing Wayne the next name. All right. Oh, God dang. All right. Svia. Svia. Svia Toslav. Mike. Mike. Haluk. Mike Haluk. Svia Toslav. Mike Haluk. Say it one more time. Sviatoslav Mikhailuk. 
Please tell me I'm close. Sviatoslav uh-huh. Mikaluk. Mikaluk? There's way too many consonants in there for it to be so simple. <laughs> <laughs> way too many. I also, I don't know. I think that was close enough again. I'm going to give you that point. Okay. I'll yeah. take it. Where do you think he's from? Give you a hint. Starts with <laughs> a U. Ukraine? Yep. Bet. I did give you that hint, but I'll give you the point too. Thank you. And who he play for? Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference. All right. What's his name again? Svlitov? We can call him Svi for short. Svi. Yeah. Yeah. Mikaluk. (laughs) I'll call him Mikaluk. Okay. Um, Mikaluk plays for the Pacers. So this was kind of a trick placement because he also plays for Detroit. What? (laughs) Wow. You got that one. They got two hard-named people (laughs) on the same team. Hey, man, they're diverse. Practice ain't fun. All right, last (laughs) one. (laughs) Last one. This is my favorite one. Oh, gosh. (laughs) 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 Mifyondu Kabengali. Mifyondu Kabengali. Mifyondu. Say it one more time. Mifyondu Kambengali. I like that Mifyondu. It makes me feel kind of happy. So you actually don't say the M in that first name. It's Fiondu. Wow. The M is silent. And then the last name, Kabagnali. Yeah, I ain't getting a point for that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you're not. Fiondu Kabagnali. Fiondu. And you will never guess where he's from. Not get, giving you any hints. I just think it's really funny. What's his nationality. Wakanda? No. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> good guess. Uh, ooh. Fiondu. Yo, is this something like I would never expect? It's it's not like a country that you don't know. It's actually a country you're you probably know pretty well. It's probably pretty close to us. What? Fiondu close? Huh. Was he American? Mm-mm. Oh, god dang. I don't know. You know what? I'm going to close to us. Canada. You're right. Canada. Yo. Even though I'm not giving that to you because you yeah, said America American. first. <laughs> Canada. Fiondu Cabagnelli is from Canada. Is from Canada. Okay, Canadians, if you're listening. What the heck y'all doing up there? <laughs> naming your naming your kids Fiondu. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, I don't this get it. this guy's also a rookie, and okay. he's in the Western Conference on a pretty stacked team. Western Conference on a stacked team. Houston. False. It Dang is it. the Clippers. See, that was gonna be my guess, but I was like, nah, man, stacked. H Town, I stay down. <laughs> That's good though. I think I, like that. I think maybe from a percentage standpoint, you have a winning percentage in this game. You got more right than wrong. So I'll take it. You did well. Thank you. All right. I like that. That's good. We gotta keep that going. We should. Cause that that got my brain flowing. It got got the juices going. I'm just like, you know what? Keep it going. All right. Probably game. probably become better with pronunciations too. Yes. <laughs> 
for sure. Oh, goodness. Okay. Moving on. Drew, are you ready? I am so ready. All right. But what are you ready for, Drew? We're about to line up the Western Conference predictions for the year. Yes, sir. Now, let's keep everybody in the loop. We are definitely cheating the system mm-hmm. in a way. Yes. How many weeks are we into the NBA season? Maybe four or five weeks? Yeah, something like that. Four? Yeah. So we're kind of getting we're kind of getting like a taste and predict mm-hmm. situation here. Like yeah. we've kind of tasted and seen the, the teams that we're working with. So yeah. what we're doing is we're just picking up late. Um, but there's so many things that can happen from now to the end of the 82 games and before playoffs. So we could be totally wrong or totally right. We're just going to have to see. We're going to see. We're going to do it just like we did the first episode. And we're going to start at number eight. Numero ocho. Hey, let's ask this first. Oh, wait. Let's do this. Let's let everybody know what the current standings are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start at the bottom. So quite the shift in last year's NBA to this year's NBA. We have the Golden State Warriors at number 15, sitting at the bottom of the tank. No pun intended. (laughs) <laughs> I see what you did there. I didn't even catch that until you said something. And they have D'Angelo Russell hurt. Draymond Green just came back. Steph's out for the season. Clay's out for the season. Bro, you know what this is? This is the one rebuild year they have. All these young guys get to go out there and have some fun because we know they ain't winning more than like 25 games maybe. I'll give them 24. 2-11 and 11 right now. Yeah. They ain't winning a lot. They're going to they they chill at the bottom. They're horrible. Get a good draft pick. Pick up somebody nice, and then get Steph, Clay, back, Draymond fully healthy, and run the league. That's right. So we're gonna see. This year's gonna be a down year for the Warriors, but I ain't worried about it. Yeah. And they're in the new Chase Center, the yeah. new stadium. So that's gotta be a bummer to walk in there, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, oh, Steph's gonna be an MVP this season because he's gonna be the one with the ball all the time, and then he breaks his hand, and it's like, yeah. here's a bunch of G leaguers have fun <laughs> yeah. with your new. <laughs> Huge stadium, brand but spanking new. They got a Gosh. lot. They got a lot to look forward to. They'll be all right. And at number fourteen, we got the New Orleans Pelicans, who are Zionless right now. Zion, which I was really looking forward to seeing him, yeah, but uh, I don't think I. At the beginning of the season, I was like, Pelicans, they're about to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I think he, I know he's a rookie and everything, but I really do think he was the key. Like, he was the key to them making the playoffs this year. He was that extra dynamic to what they do. Mm -hmm. And now they don't have them. Are there any timetables for his return? They said six to eight weeks, so I think that's like the beginning of December or the end of December. So we'll see him, hopefully, Yeah, uh, barring no setbacks. But that's where New Orleans sits right now. I'm going to just kind of run through these. Uh, Sacramento has kind of been a disappointment at number 13. Wayne, San Antonio Spurs, sitting at number 12. Ooh. Portland, Talk also been later. a disappointment. Super thin. I know. Uh, but just got uh, Carmelo. Carmelo Anthony. We'll talk about that later. Um, maybe. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Number 10, OKC. Weirdest team I've ever seen assembled. Number <laughs> yes. 9, uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Number 8, Minnesota. Andrew Wiggins looks like he's revived his career. Number 7, <laughs> Dallas, the white LeBron James, Luka Doncic. Mm-hmm. Number six, the Clippers, super stacked. Number five, Phoenix. Wow, 
Yeah. Number four, Utah. Number three, Denver. Number two, Houston. Number one, Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron. LeBron. I'm sorry. The Los Angeles LeBrons. Yes. That's what the LAL (laughs) stands for. (laughs) So that's where we sit right now. But we're going to go ahead and give you what we believe will shake out by the end of the season. Now, mind you, it can be very easy to get caught up in what is right now. But we're going to be realistic about what's going to happen throughout the season and see where we end up, see if we're on the same page. Me and Wayne don't know each other's picks. Nope. So we're going to be surprised. You want to go number eight first? I will. Are you ready? Come on, man. All right, number eight. I got chilling with them boys out there in Phoenix. I'm putting Phoenix number eight. And I I absolutely love the fact that um, Devin Booker yes. is just out here losing his mind on the court, man. It's like I was talking with um, David about this um, a while ago, and we were talking about Devin Booker is just like that team that they have around Devin Booker. They've been together for quite some time now, and they know how to play with, like, you know, they have a star and then everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so they've got that glue together. And then you add pieces like, um, who did you, they got a um, point guard. Ricky uh, Rubio. Ricky Rubio, who was just, like, the ultimate facilitator. Which, when they signed him to that contract this summer, everybody was like, that's too much. Like, it's not going to work. Like, why would they do that? Especially Because mm-hmm. everybody thought, you know, the Suns, of course, they'd make a signing like this. But. That one's paid off a lot. Yeah, because you got somebody who can facilitate the ball and, you know, make the right decision with Play the ball. Play defense. Yeah. And so – And you, he, they didn't sign him to have him just shoot everywhere. No. I mean, he's not going to be a shooter. Mm-mm. He'll get you a good game every now and then. But yeah, that's what he was meant for, to be another playmaker, to be a communicator on the court. That's big. Mm-hmm. And be a he's, – he's one of the top defenders when it comes to point guards. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I like them getting Ricky Rubio and adding to that already tight knit group of people, and you just added somebody who can just who knows how to distribute the ball. Mm-hmm. That's why they're so high up right now, is because they're just out there balling out their minds, and they know what they and they they know what they're capable of, and they know what they can get out of Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. And so when you have all that stuff, and then you have Aiton, who's out there. I mean, just a big old paint beast, like two K, uh, was it uh the two K build, just straight up paint beast, and getting. Everything and anything in there. So Even though he's suspended right now. Yeah. For a diuretic? He did he did a – what did he do? I forgot what he did. But he – was it a – it wasn't a steroid or anything, was it? A diuretic is basically, from what I've been told, is when you take an illegal substance, the diuretic is supposed to get that out of your system. So it detected that there was – a diuretic, yeah. which Means implies he, there was something yeah. in you before you took this. Yeah. So. so once all that starts clicking together, man, I mean, right now they're sitting at eight for me, but I mean, they could go any, they could go even higher than that mm-hmm. once they start getting back together and playing again. So that's where I got them sitting number eight. What you got? Right on. I have your San Antonio Spurs. See. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna let the record be shown right now before you start talking about my Spurs. I don't have them in my top eight. Period. You don't? No. Wow. I don't. Kind They're an Spurs honorable mention. Fan are you? They're an honorable mention nine or ten, but from what I've seen so far, they don't. They and they're don't on like it. a four-game losing streak right now. I don't want them to be in there. Yeah. Period. Um, so they're like my tenth, ninth seed. That's respectable. I'm. I'm glad you're not super biased. Yeah. Um, I know my team. However. 
I looked at this and also wanted to go, I'll keep them out the playoff picture, and I'll throw in other teams that are more underdogs. But I, ca- I can't bet against them. I know. Because they're coached so Because well. every year, especially the past two or three without, you know, Manu and Tim and this new up-and-coming group, we've betted against them and they've still made the playoffs. Even mm-hmm. being, you know, low-ranked in the standings, they still are making it. So... Uh, Derek White, he had a really good postseason last year. Like mm-hmm. he was balling out against Denver, but he just hasn't been the same as that this year. No. Um, you got Dejounte Murray, who I like a lot. Yeah, he's that. He's, he's, he's got on that this dog in him. four-year, sixty-four million dollar contract, fully guaranteed. Um, That's our boy. Yeah, he's. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know everything about him, like all his skill sets. But I know that they believe in him and that he has a lot of potential. He's another um, mid-range type player who, over the, him being injured and all that stuff, has developed a deep-range shot. He can hit the three. It's not super consistent yet. But I've seen videos. I've seen all the stuff that he can do. He's been adding a lot to his skill set as far as like ball handling and literally just being able to be that number one like point guard, facilitate and score when we need to. Yeah. And he's developed a nice little three-point shot. And he's a good defender too, right? Yeah. Oh, like. He'll guard the defender. best player. Yeah. So, I mean, that's another He's reason like why they believe Beverly in him. If he was a little bit taller and had more of an offensive, offensive skill set. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I don't know why they don't just go ahead and ship off DeRozan and Aldridge. Look, they need to ship off. If you can get something, like, decent for DeRozan, go ahead. They need to send Aldridge and Bellinelli somewhere. Or just drop Bellinelli. I like Bellinelli. I like him too. He's he he's like our our um your ace. Yeah, he's like the guy who you, you need a three in the fourth quarter. Give it to Bellinelli. Right. I get that. That's cool. On the other hand, his defense is not as good as it used to be. Aldridge, for whatever reason, is like the literal definition of an on and off switch. He is. Because one game he'll go like ten for thirteen for yeah twenty eight points, and then the next game just a giant dud. Like he'll be like one for nine with like three points because he made a free throw i'm like dude like help us out we need yeah the problem is i don't know anywhere where you could ship derozan or aldridge i know and that's the thing derozan's a hard player to just like plug in Mm -hmm. because he really can't shoot the three and he's not a big dude um i mean i'm not saying he's a bad player i just i don't think those two guys are in their immediate future and if you if they have value now, why not get value back? Like, yeah. don't wait till the end of their contracts to to do something. Like, why not just ship them off now and ride the 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 youth movement? Because that's really where you're at. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got you got your guys like Patty Mills and Bellinelli and these other these other guys that are a little bit older. But as far as you got Derek White, Bryn Forbes, um, Dejounte Murray. Lonnie Walker, mm-hmm. uh, Smith yeah. Jr. Um, Smith or Jr. Smith Jr. <laughs> is it both of those together? Oh no, I don't um, know. The dude with the crazy hair who had that's, to yeah, that's put his hat Lonnie on top Walker of uh, he had to put his hat on top of his hair at the draft. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's Lonnie. Um, so why not ride the 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 youth movement? I mean, we got a lot of guys in our G League system too that are like um oh what we we drafted him too, and he's. He said, and you know how when they ask the rookies, like, who do, you, who do you think you play like or who would you like to play like? He straight up said, I play like Kevin Durant. And I was like, 
Oh, word. Oh, wow. Confidence. And he actually kind of does. Like, if you watch his... You know his um, name? His name is... Uh, and Kevin I always Durant get on too. always get on David because he says it wrong. Sameich. <laughs> um, um, something Sameich. Okay. Um, yeah, he's on our G League team. We drafted him this past year. And I mean, white dude can ball. I oh, mean, it's he, a white dude. Yeah. He's white, out there. White chocolate Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. All right. He's out there with the whoop whap. Mm. I like it. Yeah. I don't not like the Spurs. I still think they'll get in because they're just the Spurs, and I think they'll get over this losing streak and Pop will figure it out. <laughs> Duncan ran the huddle last night. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Pop got thrown out the game, and uh, Which is they put usual. Becky Hammond and Tim Duncan there. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm trying to imagine how Tim Duncan would run a team huddle because he's just such a nonchalant guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's just such a nonchalant guy. I feel like he would walk up and go, hey, guys. It, like they could be down like 18 he's like all right guys let's uh let's do this let's try out this and uh you make a you cut to the lane and uh, set a pick for so-and-so and then just like super chill but yeah. i don't know you think he'll be a head coach one day i don't know if he'll be a head coach that would be i feel like that'd be kind of weird yeah i think i like him where he is now i don't think he has that personality for a head coach now becky hammond she's gonna be a head coach some, somewhere I think Hopefully so it's too. for us when Pop decides to, you know what, I'm done with basketball. That would be really Let cool Becky step up. to see the first female head coach. Yes. I think that would be pretty groundbreaking. I mean, you, I mean you get male coaches yeah. in the WNBA, mm-hmm. so why not the other way around? Yeah, and we've seen what she can do in our in our summer league. I mean, she's won a summer league before, so we know that she can coach a team to a dub. But I'm ready to see her do that in the, in the big leagues, in the NBA, where it matters the most. I want to see her up there. For sure. All right, so that was you put number, Spurs number that eight. That was number eight. Yeah, I had. I can only talk about the Spurs for so long, I Wayne. Know. I know. <laughs> I can only talk about the Rockets for so long. Okay, <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my number seven, I'm going Dallas. Can't go wrong with that. Can't Man, go wrong with that. I like watching them. Luka Doncic, dude. I mean, come on. I ain't. I ain't gotta say nothing else. Just Luka, and you got Chris Stapps playing. I mean, it's it's. I don't know. These are probably like my two favorite white dudes in the NBA right now. <laughs> like straight up. Except that dude in the Spurs G League affiliate that thinks yeah. he's Kevin Durant. Yeah, he's cool, but like Luca, he's. I don't. I can't understand. I can't understand, and I can't explain his skill set because it's like slow movement. Yeah. But it throws everybody off, and I'm sitting there and I'm watching him, and I'm like, bro, how did you not see that coming? Oh, that's why you didn't see that coming. Oh, okay. And then he'll, like, step back so far. I'm like, bro. It's like James Harden combined with LeBron James. Combined. I don't even know, man. I just And can't. then, like, it was either last night or the night before. You know, he had 28 points or something. And I see 28 points from him now, and I'm just like, oh, that's the regular. You know, no big deal. Yeah. But he'll just, like, randomly end up with 15 rebounds. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, out of nowhere. It's like the the Russell Westbrook thing where they just kind of clear out and they just like, all right, you get that rebound, go ahead, yeah. pad your stats. But man, he's nice. I think what Super really nice. helps is the fact that he went to, I mean, he played in Europe for however many years. Yeah. I mean, you're playing with big boys over there, and Europe is, I think, naturally, it's got a little bit more skill than. American oh, players. Oh, yeah, they're fundamentally sound over there, like, straight up. Right, so when you put yourself in that situation with those dudes at a super young age, like, it's no wonder where he is at his game today. Mm-hmm. But, man, he – Dallas, 
they got a good one in him. Yeah, and it pains me to say that because I don't like Dallas, but I don't either. They, they I don't like any going. other Texas teams, but they got it going. They got it going. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I can't argue with that pick. Uh, but I'm gonna go Phoenix at number seven. Oh, okay, you got them higher. Yeah, just a little bit higher, just because I think. San Antonio is in such a hole right now that I don't know how much they can climb up past eight. We'll see. Um, I hate to see the DeAndre Ayton situation, but you got yeah, right. Aaron Baines coming out of nowhere. Yo, and was it Baines? Was Baines the one that hurt Curry's hand? Yes. Was it him that fell on it? Yes. See, here's <laughs> what I'm saying. This is all premeditated. Conspiracy theories. Okay. With Wayne Webb. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm playing. But yeah. Hey, he's he's I, I I joke. He's been amazing for them. He's like yeah, he's like another paint beast, like just big dude that just sits there in the paint and like, just like who are some guys? Name Okay, so he's one of them where I'm like, if I played in the NBA, I would not want to run into a screen on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's another guy you can think of for that? Ooh, um, uh, I feel like this is an easy answer. I wouldn't want to run into a screen from Robin Lopez. Really? Really. I wouldn't mind him too much. I wouldn't want to run into a screen from Draymond Green. You're missing a I know I am. I'm one. trying to think. I'm trying I'm I'm talking, I'm trying to like rack my brain. I know there's a dude out there. Steven Adams. Oh, snap. Duh. Or Andre Drummond, maybe. Oh my goodness. There's but a reason I draft Steven Adams every year for fantasy. This dude is tough. He's Australian. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but he's tough. He, I, I want to tell you this stat line from, this was on October 30th. He had 24 points, 7 assists, and 12 rebounds. Huh. 24, 12, and 7, Wayne. Aaron Baines. And then he goes on to have, 20 uh 22 and 4 and he has 15 6 and 7 like he's 23 4 and 1 like he's putting up good numbers dude for a big yeah you need those and he's passing the ball well yeah like i think that's the thing that stands out the most so his averages right now for the season are 15 points a game uh five rebounds almost three assists that's not bad for a guy like him um so he's really honestly he's been like a surge for them Losing DeAndre Ayton was a big blow because they had those first two games where they looked amazing, yeah. and then that news came out. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, a, look, I'm going to step up. I'm going to hustle. I'm going to do what I need to do. And they've been winning still. Devin Booker is going to be an all-star this year. And yeah, no doubt. what I like from him this year is he's just doing whatever it takes to win like he doesn't care just about scoring anymore he's giving more effort on defense and he's uh he was a he showed signs that he was a great passer last year and he's still doing that but he's just finding ways to win and that's what great players do yep uh and then yeah ricky rubio kelly Oubre, both great signings in the offseason even when people doubted those signings so i really like kelly Oubre. yeah i think he's like one of those guys who just floats under the radar but when you got him on your team, you know you got some production coming from him. Well, he's like – I almost think about like Trevor Ariza when Trevor Ariza was a little bit more in his prime. Yeah. Just like played defense and got you buckets on the on the wing and occasionally would drive it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy's 
I, I like him too. I think he fits really well on this team. Yeah. Yeah, just like Dallas, I think Phoenix is just fun to watch. Yeah, yeah finally. A young, fun team. You love to see it. Yes. All right. Moving on to number six. This is where I have them boys out there in Utah. Yes, I got the Utah Jazz sitting at number six, mainly because I, I don't like betting against Donovan Mitchell that much because even when he does look bad, he looks good. I don't know if that makes sense, but even if he's having a bad game, he's still going to go out there and find different parts of his game that he can excel on when another part is not working. So if he's, like, you know, not scoring well, well, you know that defense is about to step up. And, you know, he's going to get those turnovers and get the ball into Rudy Gobert or – um. Uh, see, this I don't I don't know anybody on the Jazz. I just know that they're freaking good all the time, and I watch the Jazz too. Just, I just don't know their names. Yeah, they're just consistent. Attention. Yeah, they're consistently up there, always in the conversation. And last year they were pretty, not high, but they were like middle of the pack mm-hmm. as far as the standings were come come the end of the um the season. So I got them at six right now because I think they're just there's five teams that have gotten better and better and better and better. And yeah. I'm like, I as good as you guys are. You're not that great yet, mm-hmm. but when you got somebody like Rudy Gobert, who is—I don't even know how to describe him either. He's just that lanky. He doesn't look—he doesn't look menacing, but his game is menacing. Mm-hmm. When he gets those boards, when he's up there, like you got to play defense on him. Like it's—it's nothing—it's nothing against other players, but it's just—he's just a monster. Yeah, and so that's why he's got Defensive Player of the Years. He's. You don't want to go up against him, and you do, you definitely don't want him dunking on you. You don't want him doing any of that stuff because, I don't know, man. Rudy What's Gobert funny is he boss. only does one thing, though. He plays really great defense, but doesn't do anything other than, like, yeah. catch lobs on offense. Like, and, but if you've ever if seen it, all them try to just dunk the ball down for, a like, a low post, uh, yeah. just backing someone down, and he just looks awkward. But yeah. he doesn't need to do that. So. You want to know somebody else who looks Awkward backing somebody down. Clint Capella. <laughs> <laughs> Please, we're not talking about the, the Rockets the yet. The few times that he does, <laughs> I'm like, hey, can someone get in the lab with him real quick, please? Yeah, I have a lot of things Even though to he say. has been in the lab a little bit. I have a lot of things to say about Clint Capella, and a lot of them are not good, but we don't have to elaborate on him right now. One of those being his hair. <laughs> <laughs> How would you describe his hair? <laughs> like if you were to compare it to something if i if i could compare it to something i don't know i have no idea because he, he <laughs> i don't i mean he's not the first guy to do it either no. dennis schroeder yeah did schroeder that for did a it. long time but when schroeder did it it was like he was the only one who had it and so it was like i was like i kind of rock and it kind of fit him more because he's a he's a different person yeah clint capella i was like I don't it's like get it. Clint got it when he signed the big contract. Yeah, last and he summer. was like, "Let me just spend some more money on my hair choices, real quick. <laughs> it like didn't, extra money, dog." <laughs> it didn't look like he paid that much. <laughs> Probably did it at home. Yeah. Anyway, I'll let you talk about that later. Sorry. Utah, not bad. Not a bad pick. I like Utah. 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 You can kind of say that with a country accent. Utah. Utah. Down Utah there, jazz. Down there in Utah. All right, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> uh, where are we at? Number six. Yes. Uh, I am gonna go with one that you already said. Dallas. The I think Dallas, Dallas is gonna end up in the sixth spot. I think. I was writing notes on each of these teams, and for Dallas, 
I wrote Luca in capital letters. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we've talked about him enough, but he's got man just a nice game, and he's got that like fearless mentality. Like I was watching him play the Knicks the other night, which I know the Knicks ended up beating Dallas at MSG, but he went on this tear in the third quarter where he just hit like three straight threes. And it's like great players have great moments at MSG. And that was like his great moment. Yeah. He'll probably have a lot more his too. MSG moment. Yeah. But man, he's nice. Uh, also, I wrote a note that you love Boban and he's on Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> Boban. He's got his own commercial now too. Hey. Quick story about Wayne. When Boban was on the Spurs and me and Wayne were working at the same place, we used to work at an after school program together. Mm-hmm. And one one evening we were talking about great players that we could see with like amazing potential like leading a team and i forgot the names that were thrown around but wayne was convinced that boban was one of those people <laughs> and that he was just going to develop into like this monster i don't know what you would call it maybe like a uh Christop's prototype mm-hmm. um he's a fun guy but He's pre- like pretty much he is what he is at this point in his career. Yeah, like he's just a giant dude. He'll he'll occasionally stand on his tiptoes and dunk, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> so. pretty much it. He can hit free throws too. He's not like a terrible. No, no, he's free throw shooter, he's a good player. Which you can't really like if you foul him, you're thinking it's gonna be a good foul. He's gonna knock both of them down. Yeah, nine times out of ten. And then Kristaps Porzingis, um, I'm not. He hasn't had an amazing season so far, but he's also coming off of an injury. Yeah. Um, this year he's averaging 18 points, eight rebounds. He stops. I think he'll just need a little bit more time to develop as the season goes on. But he is definitely the second fiddle to Luka. In New York, he was the number one guy. I think it's kind of established this is Luca's team mm-hmm. and he is going to be like the yang to the ying ying to the yang yeah i don't yeah, know yang. is the, is ying better than yang or are they both I equal i feel like ying would be better than yang they're both equal is it well cuz the little design that's half and half but right? which one do we say first ying there we go okay so yang yang that second fiddle <laughs> so, so we got Kristaps Yang, Porzingis, and Luka Ying, Doncic. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's their new nicknames. Yeah, no, but Dallas has been fun to watch. They're they're a young in terms of Luka and a guy like Jalen Brunson who's coming off the bench as a point guard really gives them a lot. Um, they're going to be fun to watch for the next few years, and. Uh, you know, it's funny. I'm looking on basketball reference right now mm-hmm. and they give you the stats and everything, but they also give the nicknames of each player oh, that have been developed. Can you name a few for Kristaps? He's got multiple nicknames. He's got one, two, three, five, five on here. Five nicknames for Kristaps Porzingis. Yeah. Is one of them like Zinger? Yes, that's one. Oh, bet. Okay. Uh, That's all I got. <laughs> KP6. KP6, that's a good one. You know this one. Unicorn. Oh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> Poor Zingod. Oh. And then the last one, I, <laughs> this one's kind of funny. Godzingus. <laughs> Godzingus. Oh, snap. <laughs> wow. Who comes up with these? I, I Media, fans, all that stuff. 
I don't even know. Man, I want a nickname like that. Hey, Put me not? in basketball reference. <laughs> Build me a profile. <laughs> <laughs> Undrafted free agent. Triple W. Yeah, Trip Dub, right there. Trip Dub. I'll give you a Trip Dub, you know what I'm saying? I'll give you about Wayne's name is Wayne. What is it? What's your middle name? My actual middle name? Yes. Wordsworth. Wordsworth Web. So yes. WWW. Trip Dub, cuz. So. Yeah. Holler at him. Or Hat Trick Wizzy. That too. Hit me up. Twitter. Twitter. All right, moving on. Yep. We are at number five. Five. And this is where I got Denver. <gasps> we what? have, I'll just go ahead and say it. We both have the same five. Oh, what? What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Yeah, I put Denver hey, there. Air five. Boo. There we go. I made the, so- the, the sound for it. Thank you. <laughs> Soundbite's incoming. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I got Denver at five, man. This is just. They were number one last year. Yes. Before the playoffs. Yes, they were. Which I don't think anybody really saw coming until it actually happened. And we're like, wow. Mm-hmm. Denver is really taking that step up. Yep. But if I have to say anything about Denver as to why I put them at five, mm-hmm. Nikola Jokic, man. Mm-hmm. He's he's just one of those guys where he he's in a position to take the game over in a very different and weird way. He's doing things that bigs aren't really known for. Mm-hmm. Like, the man can pass the ball as if he was a point guard. Right. He's always got his eyes and ears to the floor, knows where everybody's at, where everybody's supposed to be. And he can make full-court passes like the man's in the NFL. Like, dude's a quarterback, gets the ball, whoever's running, chunk it, pocket, pass. Well, hit the mic. Pocket, pass, lay. Which like, is not dude. something you find from all big men. Yeah. Like, Especially he's not super skilled. Yeah. Uh, definitely not. Andre I, I saw a, I saw a video of him, like he was something happened on on their end of the floor. They missed a shot, and he was back on defense already. I guess he didn't run down, and they tried to throw a four court pass, and he hawked the ball like he was like Patrick Peterson or something, and then like was dribbling like a point guard. And I was like, you need to stop for you end up on Shaq and the fool. Like stop, stop, stop. I think he's been there once. So <laughs> yeah, it was funny, but yeah, Nikola Jokic, man, the Joker, his himself, like it's. He leads that team exceptionally well. He puts up the numbers. He gets the ball where it needs to be. I have him at five, but they could easily be three. Yeah. If we're if we're being honest. Here's the and you kind of touched on this, but here's the part that bothers me about him. Like I look at the games, you know, we're eleven games in, and I would imagine him. You know, he's averaging seventeen points on the season, but for a guy like him, I expect him to be averaging like. 22 24 points a game mm-hmm. um maybe a near triple double but you look at his points over these 11 games and it's like it's so spread out 20 23 9 10 13 20 9 26 20 20 18 so it's kind of yeah i, I know it's he's trying to a bit. i know he's trying to find game shape but even when he was in game shape towards the end of the season he would have games to where he would decide to be more of a distributor than he would a scorer However, they need his scoring. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't need to have games where he only takes eight shots. He needs to take at least 15 shots a game. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of player you are now. You got that big contract. You're an all-star. Is he an all-star? I think he's an all-star. I think he's an all-star, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll have to check in on that. I can't remember. Somebody out there listening, fact check us and hit us up. Let us know what you guys 
find out. Can fact check myself right now. Oh, fact check yourself, dog. Do it. Uh, another nickname for <laughs> Nikola Jokic, obviously the Joker, but according to Basketball Reference, he's also known as Big Honey. <laughs> Big Honey. I I think I'd rather call him that. Big Honey. <laughs> yeah, he is an All Star. Bet. Last year, I think was his first year. Big Honey. Out there being an all-star. Yeah. Um, the thing that I love most about Jokic is that he's the closest player that looks like me at, in terms of <laughs> like a white dude who's kind of overweight and loves basketball and loves to play occasionally. But he's great, so he's like kind of making a stand for guys like me. It almost makes me feel like even at 24 years old, I still have a chance, you know? <laughs> yeah, you still got a chance to be great. Like, I feel like if I took my shirt off – around Jokic, I wouldn't feel as ashamed. <laughs> Yo. I'm just being really Yo. honest right here. It's it is what it is. Here's what I like about this team though. They have kept pretty much the same team in place, which there's something to be said about that. When you can keep the same team together, it does a lot for you in chemistry and just knowing where each other's out on the court defensive schemes everything so i think there is something to be said there but i think they have too many guards there's a lot of guards on this team and just to name a few will barton yeah malik beasley he's been really good um pj dozier gary harris monte morris jamal murray there's a lot of guards I was trying to figure out his name. It's Jamal Murray. They're really guard heavy, and they need to give Michael Porter Jr. more minutes. They're not giving him any minutes. And he came in at the tail end of a game this season and just put up like a cool, like quick 15 points out of nowhere. And I'm like, (laughs) why can't you play him? He, when he came out of high school, he was projected to be like one of the top picks. Yeah. And yes, he got hurt and everything, but man, put the dude in. Like let him play. Like he's the, he's the future right there. That's how I feel about the Spurs and Lonnie Walker and how he is he's dominant in every part of offense. Like he can hit the 3. Mhm. He can hit mid-range mid-range shots. He can drive in and dunk on just about anybody. Like he's aggressive. But then they'll put him on the on the roster for the NBA and then he won't come in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, then just let him go back to the G League and do some more stuff or something. Like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna bring him up there, bring or, him up to play. Or, or my point in all this: too many guards. You don't play Michael Porter Jr. Make a trade, Denver. If you're really serious about contending, which it seems like you are, you were the one seed last year, and you're fighting for it this year. You want to go farther than you did last year in the playoffs. If you're in contending mode, then you make contending moves. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of holding on to a bunch of assets. Like, what if you what if you went and got? I, I can't even think of a name for them right now, but just something to push you along even further to do get you, you think, over the hump. Do you think a good move for them would be getting Demar? Hmm. Because he can play that forward position. True. He doesn't have to be a ball handler. And they got enough three point shooting already. I'm only saying this because I want some of those pieces on the first. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's not bad. It's not a bad idea. I'll have to think about that some more. Yeah, but, I, um, I'd, I'd like that move. If you're listening, San Antonio, help me out. Yeah. At us. <laughs> at Hattrick Wizzy on Twitter. I'm going to have to find out my social media name to actually say at the end this time. <laughs> yes. You need to figure <laughs> that out so it's not just people can't follow you. All right. Who you got four? <clears throat> I got four. Portland. I got Portland at four. And it's because they just signed Carmelo. And, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> no, that's not because of that. Even though that is a great addition. They got that veteran leadership. Someone who can come in and help. Um, and, I mean, I think Carmelo still – he still has something left in the tank to give to this team. Um, but I like Portland. And every year it's the same thing with San Antonio. You always bet against them because they kind of come off True. slow sometimes. True. And then they'll shoot up and be fourth, fifth seed by the end of the year. Right. So I got them at four only because I'm I'm just anticipating them. Just they're kind of sitting low right now. They're not even in the top eight right now. No. But they always go on this weird like runs in the middle of the season, and they just shoot up out yeah. of nowhere. <clears throat> so. But they lost a lot of depth this past did. off season. And they lost um. Big man. Nurkic? Yes, he's still yeah, out. Yeah, and he did you see that video last year? Mm-hmm. Him breaking his leg? That was weird. That hurt my soul. Like, it was... And it was right before the playoffs. Yeah, and it was like the weirdest. He was going up for a rebound, and he just came down, and it just snapped. And I was just like, but it, oh, my gosh. You can, I don't know if I really saw the video, though. Yeah, his leg snapped. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Just, yeah. It was a... But he didn't even, like... Wasn't it that he didn't even land weird or anything it just kind of it just i don't a know freak accident i don't even think he came down on anybody's foot or anything like that i think he just went Which up to the rebound and came down he paired perfectly with cj and dame yeah like he was and hopefully he can come back and and be that for them because shoot it ain't gonna be hassan whiteside <laughs> um hassan whiteside is weird he'll have 18 points but it's almost just like he looks lazy the whole game. Like he's Which not really giving like, any effort. He's got size. Is that that p word, man? Oh, and don't I use it. it. Don't say it. But he's got it. Nope. Like, not anymore. Not this point in his but career. But he just to tap in and just a little bit, like a kind of like of it. Boban. He kind of just is what he is at this point in his career. Yeah. But oh, well. they lost. Who'd they lose? They lost. Um, oh gosh, I'm drawing a blank. This dude's um, on the magic now. Oh. Ooh. It's not Al Farouk. It is. Al Farouk. Is Al Farouk? They lost Al Farouk Aminu, who gave them a lot of defense and could stretch the floor a little bit. Who one of my friends said I look like Al Farouk Aminu. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me upset. I used to say that you looked like Patrick Beverly. And I like Patrick Beverly over Al Farouk Aminu. Okay. <laughs> we'll put it that way. Uh, they lost Evan Turner, who was like their backup point guard. Yeah. They lost Mo Harkless, who's on the Clippers now. They lost a lot of depth, and it's showing right now. Yeah. They are they are not they're not good, and Dame is running himself dry. He's doing everything he can. CJ's still kind of trying to find a shot right now, but they CJ's struggling a lot. Yeah, but he kind of does this every year. He kind of works his way into it. Yeah, I'm not too worried about him. And they lost Zach Collins, who was their forward slash center for a good chunk so yeah i don't know 
Yeah, they added Carmelo, but... That's the key, man. That's the key right there. Maybe. You want to get the ring, you add Carmelo. So you really think they're going to end up where you said uh, four? Yeah, four. Wow. Yep. I think they're going to have to make another trade, though. Not that they traded for Anthony. They're going to have to make a trade. Who, who would you see them pick? Or, like, not who, but, like, what position do you think they need to trade for? Maybe going out and getting, like, a Gallinari. Hmm. Who's on the Thunder right yeah, now? Yeah, he's with with CP3 out there. Yeah, I mean that would be a good. You just kind of need more. You need more depth. You need more scoring. Um, Gallinari will get you smooth fifteen. Yeah, every sure. night he's averaging nineteen points this season, and he can shoot ridiculously well. Which is why I I draft him like dude this year he's shooting forty three percent from three. That's wow. Dang, go get go get him. Three-point contest right there. But really, it's about what you're giving up. You give up some picks. There's a guy on the on the Trailblazers named Anthony Simons. Anthony. 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 He's nice, dude. He's really good. He's a six-three guard. Um, they're letting they're letting him have like ISO situations, and uh, it's just another one of those. Another good guard that Portland found. Yeah. I'll tell you some of his numbers so far. Give me them stats, cuz. This year, he's had a game where he had 17, 20, 15, 17, 14, 13, 10, 15. He has some dud games, but he just needs some more opportunities. This kid's good. Yeah. Go look at some of his highlights if you don't know who he is. Um, Anthony Simons. Anthony. Not Anthony, not to be confused with. Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony, but Anthony. Yeah, I hate to tell you this, I don't have Portland in the mix for me. I figured you wouldn't. I don't, cause they're already looking like they ain't doing a god dang thing. No, they're gonna have to make a trade soon, yeah. like soon, like tomorrow. Are we betting right now that they're gonna make a trade tomorrow for Gallinari, <laughs> dude? If they make listen, if they make a trade for Gallinari at any point in this season. I will I will do I'll I'll do something. I'll I'll cook you something. I'll buy you something. I think we keep referencing cooking. Like the last episode I said if Brooklyn actually gets the two seed, I'll cook you dinner. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I'm <laughs> I'm looking forward to you realizing that that is never going to happen this year. <laughs> Anyways, just wait till you're showing up at my doorstep <laughs> with some yams <laughs> and some mac and cheese. Talking about my bad, bro. Please, no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Number four? Yeah. Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, what's there not to say about them right now? They look really good. LeBron James. Yeah. (laughs) He's he's balling, dude. Here's the reason. I'll go ahead and say this is the reason why I have them. Because right now, we mentioned earlier, currently – they're at the one seed. Mm-hmm. The reason I have them dropping to the four seed is because I don't believe in their health. That is a big issue. Yeah, they have LeBron, who's uh, I think about to be thirty-six. Uh, Anthony Davis has always been injury prone throughout his career. He mm-hmm. even just recently, in the past few days, he sat out a game because of shoulder injury again. Um. I don't know about Danny Green. Dwight's had questionable health uh, throughout his career. 
I just don't see them being fully sustained. Rondo's hurt a lot. Um, but what surprised me about them is they've been a really good defensive team so far. Yeah. One of the best defensive teams in the league. And I like seeing the resurgence of Dwight. It's just dude. He's Dwight not like an all star or anything, but no. he's just in a good place. Yeah. Where he's just like, I know my role. And I th- every year he says um something about like this year's gonna be different. I know my role, like I've humbled myself and he never does. <laughs> I actually feel and I don't want to put my money on this, but I actually feel like he's holding true to that this year. Well, yeah. I, he's having fun. He's having fun, yeah. And he does what he needs to do out there, and that's play defense, yeah. just be a rim protector, and he's doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other concern for the Lakers for me is they don't have a lot of shooting. Like, LeBron's a powerhouse. Davis is a powerhouse. But other than that, you got Avery Bradley, who's an okay shooter. Contavious Caldwell Pope is horrible. <laughs> He's been getting made yo, fun of a lot. Yo, because he does like the most ridiculous thing. That I'm layup like, the other night? Yeah. Where he like wedged it How? in the rim. Yeah. Quinn Cook, there, Quinn Cook's a good missed? shooter. Troy Daniels is a good shooter. Jared Dudley's a good shooter. Danny Green's a good shooter. Oh my goodness, Danny Green. Yeah. Danny Green's their their ace, I would say. He was our ace. He was. And then we said Hey, it wasn't his fault it. that he had to leave. I know. Stupid um, Spurs. No, stupid Leonard. Well that too, yeah. Um, And then it's like LeBron, Kuzma, McGee, Rondo. There's not a ton of shooting. And even the guys that I mentioned that shoot, they're not like big, heavy rotation players like that play every minute. So that's my concern with them. They're going to be good on defense. I just hope they stay healthy. If they stay healthy, they're going to stay at that one seed. Okay. Um, If they don't, I feel like they're going to drop to that, that four. All right. All right, so we're at number three now. Numero. Numero tres. Yes. Numero tres, I have the Clippers. Me too. Hey, another Air 5. And then, yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I got the Clippers at three because, well, obviously, from what I've seen, we haven't seen Kawhi and Paul George play at the same time yet. That's the one thing that concerns me. I know. Because don't they play the same position? Yeah, pretty much. And... When Kawhi is out there, of course he's a game changer. Right. That defense first. Do you see that there was like a a slow motion video of him like somebody made a pass and the pass was complete. Like it made it to the uh, to the intended player. And then out of nowhere you see Kawhi Leonard's huge hands, hands go in, rip the ball from this dude, go down the court. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Now, this is how the season going to go. <laughs> Dude, he... <laughs> Who's stopping this robot? I made this tweet the other day. I s- it was early into the season, which it obviously still is, but I said, there is no way any nobody could say that this dude is not the best player in the NBA right now. It's, it's crazy. It's it, ridiculous. He is unreal. If we could... If he would just be available for all 82 games, it'd be fun to watch. I know that's not the case. Load management. Hey, let's talk about that a little bit. What do you think about this load management epidemic? Honestly, and this might sound crazy, but if it were happening to any other player, I think it would be a bigger issue. 
The only reason it's not a like a huge, huge issue with Kawhi Leonard is because he did the same thing with Toronto and, and they want a chip. True. So he's like, I know what it takes for me to get my body ready for the long run. So let me take all the breaks I need to in the regular season and have my team step up when they need to. Because when it comes to playoff time, I'm in there. Yeah. And so and I've been hearing a lot of dialogue about this from different people. And there's the argument argument about like the fan. Like if you get a ticket and you're wanting to see Kawhi Leonard play and you hear he's not playing, you pay all this money. Yeah. That's pretty disappointing. But then it's also like none of those players technically owe it to a fan. This is true. Yeah, so people have suggested different things. One of those being, well, just make it 82-game season much less than that. Mm-hmm. Um, or if players are going to rest on a back-to-back, they are not allowed to rest on the back-to-back of what would be like a home game. They have to do it on the away side or vice versa, whatever oh. is going to pull more weight. Like, do you do it for the home fans or do you do it for the ones who are coming to see you from out of town? You know, like, yeah. so there's a lot of solutions to it. I don't find a problem with him resting other than those, those reasons that we've mentioned. Um, but it does have me thinking, Wayne, what's one thing in your life that you need some load management from? <laughs> work <laughs> that's a typical answer <laughs> come on dig um, dig a little deeper what do you need some load management from some load management load management i want you to think about that for a second what are some things we're in not my- in the nba yeah but we need load management for some things uh i don't know people <laughs> you don't like people <laughs> no <laughs> not that much i'll tell you what mine is I think I need some load management from Rock and Crosby. Yo, you need some serious load management. You need some like. Well, here's the deal. You I need a sub. You need a sub. I, I stand up and I put them against my chest and I start rocking my knees. And I just have to say, listen, I love my son. It's special when I get to do that. And, you know, it's all good. But, dude, it is really taxing on the knees. Mm-hmm. I think I need some load management when it comes to that. Like, may, yeah, maybe a sub. Yeah. Maybe a sub comes in and just, you know, <laughs> steps up in that department. But I need to find some load management from Rocking Crosby only for the sake of my knees. I want to be able to be there for certain things in his life. And I don't want to say, like, son, I can't come to this thing because I'd rock you all the time to get you to sleep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like it's for his, it's it's for the best, really. <laughs> I can only imagine like him being like sixteen, playing like basketball. I look, I ain't gonna beat your game today. <laughs> I want to, but see the way my knees set up. <laughs> I used to rock you to sleep <laughs> when you were younger. <laughs> I can't make it. I need a sub. Okay. You see what happened was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that, funny. Yeah. Load management for everyday life. <laughs> Every single day. Just yeah. give me a break. We're not even superstars. We just yeah. don't like dealing with certain things. But I think the biggest – look, we know this team's stacked. Mm-hmm. They got Pat Bev, Paul George, Maurice Harkless, Montrose Harrell, Jamichael Green. Uh, they got uh, Fiondu Cabagnelli. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fiondu. They got Kawhi, um, Rodney Magruder. They got a lot of uh, oh Landry Shamit he's a good shooter yo Lou Will sis man like Zubac Lou Will. Zubac 
Zubac. Z- yeah, I think it's Zubac. But oh. this team, I would put him up against anybody as far as defense goes. Like you don't want to face them because they're going to lock you down. They're going to lock you down. Um, my only question for them is how are Kawhi and George going to work together? I guess it could work in the sense that you let Kawhi handle the ball mostly mm-hmm. because I would guess that Paul George would be a better spot-up shooter than Kawhi would be. Yeah. Like let let George kind of rest in the corner or run with like the second unit and let him have his time while Kawhi is kind of the pinnacle of the offense. Yeah. And and then another question beyond that, how do you distribute shots between George, Leonard, and Lou Will? Because Lou Will takes a lot of their shots in the fourth quarter, and he's good in the clutch. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't want to lose that. But, yeah, I mean, we're trying to find things that could be wrong, but this team yeah. is so good. And, and I know they'll figure it out because they're all – I mean – they're there for a reason. And they got guys who don't have big egos. Yeah. Like, they'll figure it out. They're, shoot, they're scary. You see Paul George in his first game back, though, dropped, what, 30? 30, 33. Yeah. And then last night? How many did he have last night? 37. Yeah, 37 last night. But get this, in 20 minutes. Dude, on a mission. He's back. Talk about on a mission. He's back, dude. That's crazy. And he, you talk about like Luca kind of being slow mo kind of player. I kind of think of the same as like Paul George. Like he moves slow, but he gets buckets. Yeah, and his ball handling is is, is yeah. up there. I mean, he was in the top three MVP candidates last season. It was Harden, Giannis, and him. Yeah. Before he got hurt at the end of last season, so this they got a gym in him. So, Alrighty. So I think we're on the same page as far yeah. as Clippers go. Oh yeah, because Clippers is your number three too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so now we're on number two, numero dos. Mm-hmm. I got the Rockets. Hey, me too. Man, are we are just sinking up on this we one. We are. But this now this how, this how I know our number ones ain't ain't, ain't right. Yes, they but are. But number two, we'll sit here. Number two, I got the Rockets. Only because, well, not only because, but James Harden is not to be trifled with ever. <laughs> I don't I don't want to hear any more slander. I don't want to hear any. James he's Harden. Still, he's going to get it. It's because of his style of play. Yeah. He's going to get slandered. He but is, here's what nobody can argue. Go ahead. This dude, he doesn't get buckets. He is a bucket. <laughs> he is the bucket. <laughs> he, he is the ball. Yeah. <laughs> he puts himself in the hoop every single <laughs> he time. He is basketball. Yeah. <laughs> let me ask you this, Wayne. Do you Man. think, realistically, let me tell you his numbers right now, All real right. quick. And I'm actually, I think I looked up one of his nicknames on basketball reference <laughs> and it was a new one for me so obviously we know him as the beard yeah but on here he's also known as el chapo <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why somebody do the research for that why for me. Is it el Ch- what happened okay listen to these numbers wayne i'm listening I'm all so ears. the first game was a dud 19 points 29, 40, 59, 36, 29, 44, 36, 42, 39, 47, 44, 49. Here's what he's averaging right now for 13 games. 39.5 points, 5.6 rebounds, 7.8 assists. Let's go ahead and run it up to 40. 
<laughs> 40 points. What, okay, here's here was my question. Do you think realistically through the course of the whole season, do you think James Harden will average 40 points? He averaged 36 last season. Yeah. And he's at 39.5 now. The Rockets are very thin. They've lost Gerald Green. They have a few injuries right now. They're probably going to make a trade at some point this season, but right now they're thin, and he is the bucket. Is he? I mean, he's always had the green light, yeah. but he's got like, is there a shade past green? Because he has that. <laughs> the like, shade past green. He has the perfect buck, the perfect light. Yes. Is he going to average 40 for I the would, season? I would say yes, and it's only out of necessity because, like, he he has to. I mean, you got Russell, but, I mean – for them to be able to stay in games with the way they play, yeah, he has to. He has to. It's not his fault either. Mm-mm. He's being asked to do what he does. But the thing is, he does it so well. We're just like, can James Harden average 40, 40 points a game? Yeah, like either either he does it out of necessity or he does it because he can. Like that's the crazy part. He can just turn it on and on. He go do what you want to do, man, dude. Whether they're winning the game by two. Or winning the game by 20, 25. He's giving you 40 points. Do you have anything to say about the Rockets other than James Harden? <laughs> um, what do you think about Russ? <laughs> I think Russ is still – he's still playing an OKC style ball. Where I think right now he's a little bit more efficient, but that's only because he's not doing as much. He doesn't have to do as much as he did in OKC <clears throat> because he's got James Harden. But he's still – I mean, you see him when he has the ball. He's still playing that attack, attack, because that's all he knows. He only knows that one level, which is like, I got the ball in my hand, I'm going for it. Mm. And so I like that because now he's in an offense where it's not strictly on him, where he can have someone like James Harden who he can pass the ball to, rely on more. And then Clint Capella is out right now, or at least he hasn't been playing for the past yes, like, he couple was games out, or whatever. I think the past two games. But the pick-and-roll game with Clint Capella, like, that stuff they right work it better is, than him and Harden do, I think. Yeah, it's it's unmatched because that he's got that set the screen, I'm going. Yes, and then either off I'm, to the races. Yeah, and either I'm you know lobbing it up to you or I'm pulling up. Or you like, don't you don't really want to see him shooting threes or even mid rangers because no. it's just not his game. Every once in a while he'll hit it. He needs to slash, but he's kind of dropped off in that area over, over the past couple of years. But you want to see him just get to the bucket, just be mean. Mm-hmm. One thing that has been good for the Rockets getting Westbrook is he gives them another dimension to the team they currently have. Like, you know, with James, you're going to play kind of slow. Like you're going to bring the ball to court. He's going to dribble on you. He's going to do a step back three. He's going to kill you with that. Mm -hmm. But with Russ, he can take the ball off the rebound on the other end and just charge down the court and be fast for us. Like he changes the pace for us. Like we, we played a really fast pace when he's running things. And I think he can do that a little bit with with um, Harden too, but I think they're going to be staggered mostly. I think Coach D'Antoni is really going to um, use them at different spots, and and I think he's kind of coming back from these this slight like anthroscop- anthroscopic knee surgery or something, mm-hmm. which is why he's not playing back to backs. Um, but yeah, will Harden average forty? I maybe I don't know. <laughs> they but they get a different pace with Westbrook. I made a Facebook post. I don't know why I needed to signify that it was a Facebook post, but I made a Facebook post <laughs> so last season. It. Yeah. 
it was right after the Rockets lost to the Warriors, which was super disappointing. We all know. Mm-hmm. And I said something along the lines of, if the Rockets want to win, they have to change the way they play. Or they have to get a new coach. Mm-hmm. They didn't get a new coach. They're playing the same exact way. So I don't necessarily see this working for the playoffs, um, which disappoints me. But uh, I don't I don't even know if this is going to change for as long as Harden is in Houston. Like this is how it's going to be. Unless once D'Antoni's contract is up in the summer, they bring in a new guy who's like, okay, kind of like a bootenholzer with Atlanta and Milwaukee who plays a system conducive to those players. Like, yeah. And yes, you're playing a system that's conducive to Harden, but it's not conducive to the team. Mm-hmm. Those guys just wait around and, and wait to shoot a three, and that's just not going to win you games. So, But for right now, we all know they're a great regular season team. They're my team. I hope they win a championship this year, but I don't believe it. So If, if they're going to do it, this is the year. This is the year. Because if the Warriors get back healthy and they get that nice little draft pick. But it's no not even him. about them. Like next year, KD comes back. And that's the crazy thing. It's not just about them, which is which is weird. Because we've never had a, a, a season of basketball in a while. This where balanced. It's like, where it's like the Warriors, good, cool. But everybody else around them is just like, Nah, we ain't playing that no more. It's a bunch of duos. Yeah. Which is nice. I like seeing it. Duos with a few trios. You love to see it. Yeah. You love to see it. You love to see it. (laughs) All right. So now we're on to number one. Drum roll, please. So just to recap, I have from eight to two, Phoenix, Dallas, Utah, Denver, Portland, Clips, Rockets. And you have... San Antonio, Phoenix, Dallas, Denver, Lakers, Clippers, Houston. Alright. I think I know who your number one is, but I'll go. My number one is the Lakers. Okay. And like we said, not earlier, a bad choice at all. And like we said, better earlier, than choosing Brooklyn at number two. <laughs> can actually I'm believe this one. <laughs> I better have mac and cheese on my doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got the Lakers at number one because like we said earlier, yeah, they have health issues, but when they're healthy, I mean what are what can you do? You have LeBron who is literally considered the greatest ever. Asterix, MJ, cool, Kawhi, cool. I'm excited to like, see Space Jam, by the way. Yeah. That'll be legit. That will be legit. Like a new generation Space Jam for all yeah. these young kids out here. Why not? Yeah, I'll take it. Um, You got LeBron. You have Anthony Davis, who is kind of like James Harden, a walking bucket in the paint. What can you – I mean, he's got the skill set of he can, he can yam like LeBron. He's got post moves. He's got that turnaround jumper. But then when he fakes that and goes in – it's like Giannis has the ball now. And so he's got different dimensions of his game, but all within one area of the court. And so there's not much you can do against Anthony Davis. Plus, he does play some good defense. They all play good defense on the Lakers. Yeah. Even Danny Green, who yeah. for us, back at when he was in San Antonio, he was our guy when, you know, we had Kawhi. Cool. But Danny Green was the other guy who could lock down that guard position if you had Steph coming in, if you had – um, Dame coming in. If you had Russ coming in, Danny Green was that guy who could kind of mediate that guard position and give us some good defense. So he's gonna lock down the guards. You got LeBron and you got Anthony Davis. Danny Green would be the guy that like seals like a like a game six in the playoffs with a big three in the final yeah. seconds. Like he's just that kind of dude. Yeah. Did you see what was it? Was it game one? The first game of the season when he had like eight he went off for like eight threes. Like he oh, couldn't yeah, yeah. miss. Yeah. 
in uh, was it in one quarter? I was, or was like, it two other? Is Danny Green gonna average twenty eight <laughs> points for the season? <laughs> no, dude. Like, <laughs> just leave him in the corner and let him shoot. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, um, Danny Green is exceptional when he wants to be. Um, but I, as much as I I had hope for the Clippers being that number one seed, the Lakers have shown me that they just don't care. And so, like, they run L.A. It's their show. The Clippers are just there to watch. So that's why I have the Lakers at number one. They just – they're proving everybody wrong yet again. Mm. So I'll take them number one. Not a bad choice. Who do you think my number one is? Denver. Did you already see? Yeah, I already said Denver. Denver. You did? Oh, we had them both at number five. That's mm-hmm. what it was. I forgot. Dang. Never mind. Then. Go ahead. Preach. Utah. You got Utah number one? I do. You got Utah number one. I do. Go and ahead. Go ahead. Preach on it. I have a couple reasons. And, you know, they're not sitting super high right now. They're like number four. But I really like this team. I think I told you guys in like the Instagram message group we have in the summer. Mm-hmm. I was like, dark horse, championship you contender, did. Utah Jazz. This guy, Bojan Bogdanovic, who they picked up in the summer, like I said, we, he was with Pacers last year, and he averaged like 20 points for them. He's a dude who could actually like lock down LeBron, like he's a good defender, like mm-hmm. he's been known to like slow down LeBron. I wouldn't say lock down LeBron, slow him down. Yeah. Um, and he just hit a big bucket for them the other night, a game winner. Um, yes. Mike Connolly is the big name for me because it's another ball handler, but not just another ball handler because we know that. Ricky Rubio for them last year was another ball handler. Mm-hmm. But Mike Connolly can get you a bucket by himself. Like he can set up for ISO situations. He can um he can take the pressure off Mitchell. Because mm-hmm. Mitchell's gonna be the guy with the ball at the end of the game. Ed Davis, offensive rebound machine. He's coming off an injury. Rudy Gobert, we know what he can do. Jeff Green, underrated signing. Nice length, can shoot the three ball, athletic. Joe Ingles. Another one of those guys who makes me believe that I, I also could make it to the NBA. Mr. Dadbod, right there. Mr. Dadbod. No him and uh, Jokic need to start a, like an NBA dad bod club. Start a podcast, both of them. NBA dad club. <laughs> dad. I can't <laughs> even say it. Dad bod club. The DBC. Yeah. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. Love him. Um, <sighs> this is almost hard for me to say, though. It feels like, can he get that much better? See, that is that's a good question. It's like we know he's super athletic. When he has the three ball going, like it's over. But yeah. he doesn't have it going all the time. And he can get to the buck. He's crafty, but I don't I don't see much else of what he can do. Yeah. I just don't. Um, it's kinda like I said earlier, like he he he's good enough to know when parts of his game are struggling and he catches on to it quick. And so he'll be able to, okay, I'm not hitting the three as well as I want to. Mid-range slash, I'm not going to take another three till like, third, fourth quarter. And, like, he he's able to pick up on different things. Like, if you if you really just, like, sit there and just watch how he plays and how he thinks, it's just, like, his IQ is, is there, and you yeah. know it. And yeah. so I feel like he's very self-aware. Yeah, for sure. And he'll get opportunities. I mean, he's their guy. Yeah. Um, hit or miss, he's going to be their guy. Emmanuel Moutier was another underrated signing, good backup point guard. Moutier. And then guys like Royce O'Neal um, 
are just good at wings coming off the bench. They have a good, they have a good team, and they added some some pieces. But much like Denver, they kept a lot of their core. Like they know who they are. Um, and for some reason, I just get this feeling that they're going to go on a tear in the regular season, and they're going to end up at the one spot. I feel like that defense is going to be scary for people, just like the Clippers are going to be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Conley will start to find his stroke. Um, Bogdanovich is going to start to find his, and hopefully Mitchell um, will kind of blossom into that star that we all think he can be. And maybe Rudy Gobert will finally be an all-star this year. <laughs> he, got, he got snubbed. And he cried in front of the media for it. <laughs> yo, yo, that was crazy. But I, yeah, I see them ending up in the one spot. So, okay, we're at the point now where we've listed all of our eight teams for the Western Conference. Wayne. Oh, got to sneeze. <coughs> Salud, senor. Oh, goodness. Okay. You good? The We're concussion? back. <laughs> Excuse me, people. Wayne. Si, senor. Who do you have coming out of the West? The one team. We established those last week in the East. Who's your team? Comes out the West? Clippers. Woo! Same team. Hey. All right. Listen. And so it goes back to what we are talking about, Kawhi, load management, all that good stuff. He'll be ready to go come playoff. If barring a injury that keeps him out for too long or whatever. And he'll play 40 minutes. Yeah. And he'll be there come playoff time every game. I mean, I mean, unless it's like one of those games where you can just like let Paul George run crazy by himself and probably still win. Kawhi Leonard is going to be in there every game. Yeah. And when you have that team, it's it's like every person on that team that at least are starting is locked down defenders in some way. Mm-hmm. When you have Patrick Beverly, who can literally lock, is he starting? Lou Patrick start. Beverly, yeah, they, uh, they Pat, start? Pat's starting. Okay, Lou Will still come off the bench. Lou Will, I don't know if he plays more I think minutes they, than Pat. I think they flip flop sometimes. I'm not sure. But anyway, you got Patrick Beverly, who can lock down your one and your two, no matter who it is. You got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, and Montrez Harrell. Mm-hmm. You can even throw Landry Shamit in there too. I mean. Tell me who's getting by that athletic team. They all got length. They all got size. It's, I mean, it's like one of those situations where you, like there's nothing you can do. Now, right. the team that's probably going to give them the most grief is the Lakers, Yeah, of course. Behind Lakers, I say Rockets, only because... Rockets beat them the other night. Yeah. I mean, no Paul George, but... Yeah. But they had Kawhi. They had Kawhi. Yeah. So, you beat Kawhi. Now, can you beat Kawhi and Paul George? That's the real thing. Yeah. That's the real issue. And I don't see it. Yeah. I see the Lakers having a shot to do it, but Kawhi is – he's always been really good at taking out your best player. Okay, here's a good question. Go ahead. How about this? When when it comes down to maybe the the two L.A. teams matching up with each other, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You have – Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, and Anthony Davis. Three giants. Who's guarding Anthony Davis on the Clippers? That's that's a good question. You want to say Montrezl Harrell. You want mainly to. Mainly because that's the, the easiest but choice. But even he's only 6'7". Yeah. And, yeah, he, he's a dog. He he plays like he needs to. I mean, Maurice Harkless can, is also 6'7". He could probably hold him for a little bit of time. But Here's what will probably Zubach. happen. Zubach. 
Maybe. I don't know. Here's what will probably happen is I could see them having Montrez or Zubak on Anthony Davis, just like, you know, just because you got to have somebody on there. If he gets the ball, it's immediate double team. Right. Immediate. Force the and ball then, out of his hands. Yeah, force him to give Make it up. Make someone else shoot. Like yeah. I said, they don't have a ton of shooting. Yeah, so if he gives it up, you take your chances with that shot or just have somebody there. Yeah. And then you keep Kawhi on LeBron. Keep him on LeBron. Face guard him. Do it. Keep him glued to LeBron James. Double team Anthony Davis when he gets the ball. Have him dish it off to somebody and then just get back and play defense. And if they shoot it, they shoot it. You got to live with it. Yeah. But that's what I say. Just I'm with you, man. I mean, it's the Clippers look great. They look really good. And it's – I am not going to judge the Clippers off the regular season once – because you know what they're going to start doing is come the tail end of the regular season, they're going to start playing their guys a lot more to start getting that chemistry for the playoffs. Yeah. So they might be in the middle of the pack of the playoffs, but they don't care. <laughs> they're 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 just there to play. They're mm-hmm. they're there to make it happen. They want that championship. Yeah. They want to be known as the the team in L.A. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: even if they win, they still won't be known as the best team in LA not that they'll be known as the best team in LA talent wise but it's still Laker town yes yeah, and, and it'll be for probably forever yeah but anyways oh um, well maybe they'll move cities eventually and get their own Ooh. there's some cities that need a basketball town or a basketball team I think about this every year bring them back to Seattle yo yeah take them back to Seattle bring back the supersonics or just come on Name Seattle Clippers and make your team colors orange. There's nobody that has orange. I mean, okay, Suns have an orange. I guess Suns. The Suns have, yeah, the Suns have it. We need, okay, here's the thing. We need more orange. More orange. More orange. We're voting for it now. All right. We uh, have, I think we've gone through it all, Wayne. We've established it. We got our picks in. We got who's coming out the West. And um, I think that's going to do it for today's episode yes sir but next time we will make our our what am i trying to say here the awards at the end yes next time we will make the awards for the regular season so that comes down to coach of the year mvp a bunch of good stuff so we want you guys to tune in Uh, it might surprise you who we pick so make Mm -hmm. sure you guys tune in for that and then you know once we kind of get most of these predictions out the way we can actually start tackling things that are happening in the nba throughout the week because that's really what this podcast is intended to do is just to update you guys on the headlines of the nba week so and we'll make mention to those every now and then too if there's an opportunity for it but we're knocking out our predictions and then we will get a move on with just the week-to-week nba all right wayne where can they find you on social media well on the instagrams and on the Twitter, you can find me at HatTrickWizzy. Um, just go ahead, type that in. Give me a follow. Uh, hopefully, I follow you back. Maybe. I don't know. I'm kind of bad at that. Because, like, I'll tell people. It's, it's weird. I'll tell people to follow me on, like, my social media. And I'm pretty sure people do. But because my brain is, like, I don't know who you are, I'm not going to follow you back. <laughs> or, like, on Instagram, I have it, like, locked. So, you have to request and I'll look at him like, I don't know who you are. But you're more than welcome to just look at my page. <laughs> yeah, go look at Drew's page. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm talking as if I oh, were you. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I won't follow you back, but 
You can come look <laughs> at my page. Here's it's my fine. stuff. Yeah. Here's what I got. So yeah. Um, I actually have mine for you guys this week. I will tell you my Twitter one only, and you can follow my Instagram and stuff, but my Twitter one is really where I talk about basketball. Like it's strictly basketball. It is at Drew McWilliams three. Very simple. At Drew McWilliams three. Three. So follow me on there. And remember guys, Carmelo Anthony is changing the landscape of the NBA. We are now witnessing Portland on the rise to a championship. So this is mellow season, hoodie season. Get at me. 20 points per game this year. (laughs) Bet on it. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Woj comes out with the tweet. Portland assigned Carmelo Anthony earth shakes. Yes. (laughs) Earth shakes. (laughs) Earthquakes everywhere. Thanks for tuning in with us, guys. Uh, We appreciate you being here, and um, we'll see you next time. Adios. Adios.